Hey friend, welcome to the Love Your Bible Podcast. Hey, this episode's going to be a little different. You're probably thinking, hey, this might sound a little different. It's because I'm actually on vacation. Uh, we are in Estes Park, Colorado, and we have spent some days hiking in uh, the Rocky Mountains. And so during our vacation, just had some thoughts. And here was the main thought. You know, loving your Bible is a lot like hiking. And what I mean by that is when it comes to reading your Bible, it's labor, but it comes with reward. And I can't think of anything better to describe that than hiking, because that's exactly what hiking is like. There is a lot of labor. In fact, my family of six, uh, we have hiked uh, a little under 25 miles since we've been here. Now, if you know my kids, I have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and then I have a little 5-year-old girl named Evie Kate. And Uh, 25 miles is a lot for little bitty legs. There's a lot of labor. She has aching legs. Um, but, but as she hikes, as we go on these hikes, there's also great reward because every hike kind of starts the same, right? You start off and everything's okay. Everything's good. And then you get to that one mile mark and it just gets hard. Elevation starts climbing. There's rocks to, uh, to, to scale. And then you just get tired and you're trying to drink, you're trying to eat and, and it's hot and the bugs are out. And there's all these things that that are pulling you away that are hard, but then, then you get to that lake, Like we got to Emerald Lake at the end of a three and a half mile trek up and it was absolutely spectacular. Like my whole family, we sat on a rock and just, just gazed at God's glory. We had aching legs, but we had full hearts because yes, there was labor, but there was also crazy reward. And the same is true with reading your Bible, that often when you read your Bible, yes, it's labor, like trying to set the discipline, getting up, reading. Um, it's, it's sometimes hard. It's not maybe what you want to do. But as you read, just like on a hike, you, you see things, you behold things. And as you behold things, you get why you do it. Oh, the labor, there is reward because you're seeing the glory of God, the greatness of God. And I was just thinking about this week as we hiked Yeah, there was a lot of labor, but there was a lot of reward. There was a lot of glory. We got to see absolutely amazing things, and we couldn't have saw those if we didn't put the labor forward. And I think the same as reading your Bible. So we're going to love your Bible. Yes, it's going to be hard. Some days you're maybe not going to want to, but just, just read because you'll see the reward. The next thing I discovered, especially being at Estes Park, is when it comes to reading the Bible and when it comes to hiking, there are other things that shine brighter. And what I mean by shining brighter, there are, there are sparkling things. They are captivating things. Like we're in Estes Park, right? And it's not quite as gaudy as Gatlinburg. Like if you've been to Gatlinburg before, you know there's just, I'll say cheesy stuff everywhere, right? Airbrush t-shirt stands, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like all of those things invite you to spend your money and your time there. It's like Vanity Fair. But you're at the foot of the mountains. It's the mountains that are majestic. It's the mountains that, that I want to go hike in and show my kids and the, the waterfalls and the streams. Those are the places that fill you up, but the place that captivates you is Gatlinburg. The same as Estes Park. That's here's where we're at. And as we go to hike every day, we pass by these slides and this trampoline park. And you know what my kids want to do every day? They want to go to the trampoline park and they want to go down these big slides. And I tell Evie Kate, I promise you, it is not anything like going and hiking 
a mountain or driving Trail Ridge Road, seeing the beauty of the mountains. See, my kids are easily captivated by the shiny things, and so am I. The ice cream stand, the tappy, the fudge, and the other things are good, and I enjoy some of those, but often it's the shiny things that keep us from the greater things. And the same is true through our Bible. Like our phone is so shiny, right? Watching the game, um, checking out the news, going and doing anything other than reading your Bible. There is always shiny things that keep you from reading your Bible. When you get in the Bible, and then you're in the mountains, you're in the place of the glory of God. You know what also I've noticed about hiking in the wilderness? It's absolutely free, but it is so valuable. Like when you go into Gatlinburg Estes Park, everything costs money and everything's really not that valuable. Like you get home with a souvenir and you're like, why did I buy this bear shirt? I'm never going to wear this, right? But when you go in the mountains, it's absolutely free, but the, the value is, is undescribable. Just the value of being there and seeing and beholding it. The same is true with the Bible. It doesn't cost anything. You don't, you don't have to pay for it, but the value is absolutely incredible. I think another correlation with hiking and reading the Bible is it's always good to follow a map. Like we've been hiking a lot. I use all trails. It's a, it's an app that shows you kind of the best trails around. I encourage you to get it if you want to start hiking, but it's always good to follow a map. So you know the direction, you know where to go. And the same is true with reading your Bible, like follow a map. Uh, and what I would just say in following a map is actually read like books of the Bible. Don't just open up and read random verses. Start in John 1 and follow the map of John's gospel all the way to the end because John is doing something. He's leading you to mountaintops. He's leading you to peaks where you're going to see the glory of God. So follow the map because God knows the trail you need to stay on. I think another thing that I notice in hiking and reading the Bible is when you're hiking, there are moments you just want to sit and soak it in. Like when we got to the end of the Bear Lakes hike and we got to Emerald Lake, we just sat there. We soaked it in. When we got to the uh, the Ute Trail on the top of Trail Ridge Road, we are at 12,000 feet. When we got to the end, we just stopped and we stared and we looked. We soaked it all in. And when it comes to reading your Bible, you need to soak it all in. And what I mean by that is... You need to pause in your Bible reading and just respond. Just let your heart leap with joy at what you're reading and what you're seeing because God is showing you great things in the scripture. So soak it in, (laughs) respond to it. You know the thing when it comes to hiking that I think is like reading the Bible? I always want to share my pictures. So we have been constantly sharing pictures. Now, uh, my wife and I, we haven't been on social media very much. So what we do is we have a few friends that I share pictures with. And, and of course, we have our family. So we have this uh, Dexter group. Dexter's the place we live. So um, we share pictures every day when we get back with my family and then with Katie's family, the Stout. So we have two different, we have a Stout text and a Dexter text, and we text out pictures and tell the little stories about what happened. There's something about hiking when you see the wonders of just nature and beauty. You want to share. You want to share the pictures, share the moments. You want to tell somebody about it. And I think the same should be true with reading your Bible. Like you should want to share it with people, right? When you see good things, when you see the glory of God, when you learn about things, when you understand things deeper, you want to share those. So I encourage you after you read your Bible, look for ways to share it with your family and friends. And the last little correlation I want to make between hiking and reading the Bible is this, go find another trail. Like every time we get done with hiking, 
especially in the Rocky Mountains, the first thing we want to do is get in the hot tub because it was hard. Our feet are hurting. We're hungry. We're aching. We get in the hot tub and we just talk about the great things we saw. We talk about how great the hike was. and But, but we don't want to just go hike again because we're pretty tired. But guess what? The next day, when we wake up, the kids say, Dad, where are we going to hike to today? Because they want another adventure. They want to do it again. There's always more to see. There's always another trail. There's always another mountaintop. There's always another river. There's always another epic moment that is just waiting for you at the beginning of a trail. And the same is true with reading your Bible. When you get done with reading in a day and you soak it in, you share it, you, you've meditated on it and you close your Bible, well, guess what? The next day there is another trail. The next day there is another thing that God wants to show you in the scripture. So what I would just encourage you to do is to jump on the other trail, to keep hiking, to keep going. So the next day, open your Bible and keep reading because in reading the Bible, you find the glory of God. Now, when it comes to my hike this week, I want to share in the last five minutes of this little podcast episode, I want to share um, just the passage I read this morning. I was sitting on a bench. My kids were feeding the ducks and I was reading my Bible and uh, Jesus goes to eat with a Pharisee. Um, and when he's at this Pharisee's house, this woman comes in and she does some crazy stuff. And uh, the, the uh, Pharisees, Simon says, um, if Jesus knew who this girl was, she's a sinner, that he would not be letting her wipe his uh, feet with her hair. And like he would be saying, get away from me. So Jesus, in this moment, says these words in Luke 7, verse 41. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and another 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one I suppose for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. Now listen to this. For she loved much. And I love that picture. Here's a woman who is absolutely laying it on the line to show her love for Jesus. And the reason is, Jesus says, is because she was forgiven a whole bunch. Now, Simon doesn't think he needs forgiveness. He's, he's good to go. So he's not doing any of the things that the woman is doing. And Jesus says that she loved much. And then he goes on and says this, but he was forgiven little, loves little. Sir Jesus given an example of this is why the woman is absolutely showing me extravagant love. It's because she's been forgiven a whole bunch. And when you're forgiven a whole bunch, you love a whole bunch. And you know, as I thought about that this morning, sitting on a bench, my kids are feeding ducks. I was reminded of how much I have been forgiven. And the only reason I remember that I've been forgiven is because my nose is in the Bible. If I don't read the Bible, I believe I'm a pretty good guy 
who didn't need that much forgiveness. Because we all think that, right? We all think we're just pretty good. We're doing everything great. But when you put your nose in the scripture, when you develop a habit of reading the Bible, you're reminded of two things. Yes, I'm really that bad. But number two, God really loves me that much. Like, yes, I sinned against God, the the king of the cosmos. I've sinned against him. I deserve hell forever. But God in his mercy and grace and is his gospel. He rose Jesus from the dead after putting him on the cross in my place for my sins so that I could be forgiven. Like, so those who are forgiven much, they love much. And I'm convinced that the only way you can remember that you're forgiven much is if you read your Bible. If you don't read your Bible, you will forget that you have been forgiven much. You will think that you're pretty good and the gospel, well, it's, it's kind of a big deal, but not really that big of a deal. But the truth is, when you put your nose in the scripture, when you read your Bible, you're reminded of your sin, you're reminded of the glory of the cross, and you will be one who loves much. Why will you love much? Because you've been forgiven much. And I'm convinced that when you love your Bible, it's through loving your Bible that you'll be reminded that yes, you have walked away from God, but his grace brought you back. And now you swim in that grace. You walk in that grace. It is goodness to you. So hiking, it's kind of like reading your Bible. Yeah, there's some hard parts. There's some labor. But guess what? It's worth it because there is great reward. And you know, I'll just end with this little note. You never quite know what to expect when you're reading your Bible either. And the same is true with hiking. Like today, we got to the top of a mountain three miles in and it started to hail. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. I'm talking about a whole lot. We were in a hail storm. So my little girl begins to cry and cry and cry because we are in a hail storm. But guess what? I picked her up, put her in my chest, and I marched down <laughs> two and a half miles to the bottom carrying her. But you know, you can't expect what you're going to find on a hike. You never know what's going to happen. You can have sunshine or you can have hailstorms. And the same is true with reading your Bible. You never quite know what you're going to expect. You could have days where you feel so good and so in touch with the Lord. And you could have days where you pick up in your reading plan and it's a hailstorm. And you realize you've got a lot to repent of. You've got a lot that needs fixing. You've got a lot that needs changing. And you need a lot of grace today. So you never quite know what you're going to find when you read, just like you never know what you're going to find when you hike. But here's what we know. Our Father is always there to carry us and get us back to the bottom. Hey, I hope today this kind of weird episode on vacation doesn't sound probably the same as the normal ones. There's no cool music, but I wanted to be faithful to give you an episode this Thursday to say, I hope you continue to love your Bible because when you love your Bible, You will love God, serve people, and live a life that matters.